Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Let's go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Joe Vitale is getting ready. He's up preparing early for tonight's 7 o'clock Blues finale against the Vegas Golden Knights. Joey V, we always love having you on the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Randy, do, doing great. Like you said, been up been up for a long time. I actually go on a run every Friday morning. I have a good group here in Kirkwood. Guy's been running for about four or five years together. So it's been a, it's been a great morning, an early morning. Uh, we, we beat the rain a little bit. Got my coffee, got the kids dropped off to school. I've already lived. Uh, I've already lived about three hours of my day, and it's not even eight o'clock yet. So that's kind of like Forrest Gump running for four or five years. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, it, it, it is kind of like Forrest, just kind of flying through. Uh, was it Alabama? Was he born in yep. Alabama? Right. Yeah. yeah very, born good, in Alabama. very good, Joe. Yeah, yeah, he was the Alabama guy. That that is. Listen, I, I've, I've I've said a lot of things. I have one theory. If Forrest Gump is not in your top three movies of all time, I don't think we could ever be friends. I, I just I just don't. I, I think it is the truest movie. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. Uh, there's battle scenes. There's love scenes. Uh, there's torture. Uh, it's happy ending. And again, it, that movie has it all. If it's not your top three, no offense, guys, I don't think we could do these anymore. Is life indeed <laughs> likes like a box of chocolates, though? Oh, I mean, yeah. You never know what you're going to get, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, ever, 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 ever. I think that that's what's. Uh, that's what's so amazing about it, you know, and, and the way that uh, the way they, they casted Tom Hanks for that movie, too. You know, a cool a cool thing about Tom Hanks, you know, was when when they casted Forrest Gump along with. So it was around the same time that they were casting uh, Apollo 13. And uh, help me with the guy's name. He was from Happy Days, the director. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. So Ron Howard is directing Apollo 13. And, and it comes to the casting, much like Forrest Gump. And then with Apollo 13, this is, this is what's cool. They said, we really need to tug at the audience's strings about this movie. And in order to really make this movie good, we got to make sure that the, the astronaut, who did he play? Is it Lovell? The Jim Lovell he played in Correct. that movie? Yep, you got it. Okay, so he played, he played Jim Lovell from Apollo 13. And they said, you know, when we're looking for an actor, we, we have to really find someone that people want to get home. And you know what I mean? And it sounds simple, but like, and that's why they picked Tom Hanks because mm. everyone's always rooting for Tom Hanks. Like you love Tom Hanks. And, and you like, so it wasn't just about getting the astronaut home. It was about getting Tom Hanks home and that, and then Ron Howard kind of goes into this long process. It was a pretty cool behind the scenes look into why they picked it. And they casted Tom Hanks for that role, because not only was he a terrific actor at the time, but at the end of the day, everyone wants to see Tom Hanks get home safely. 
That is such a fun fact, Joe. And you're absolutely right. Who doesn't want Tom Hanks to make it home? I'm telling you, he's one of the, he's one of the all-time greatest. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. if you could live on an island That's right. and cast away and, and just be the only actor, I think I could do that. I think I could live on my own island for a little while and be within my own thoughts. Although, like most people, I don't think you want to sit. I don't think you want to sit with your own thoughts too awfully long. That's like the source of all addiction is not being able to be with yourself. And that's, that, that's not a good spot. Okay, Joe. So um, did you see the Cardinals and the Mets? I don't want to call it a brawl, but did you see that scrum? I, you know, I missed the scrum. Was it last night? I heard about it. Some of the guys were talking about it this morning. Oh, no, no. It was on Wednesday during the day game. The Cardinals and the okay. Mets. Yeah, both of them were going at it. And I wanted to ask you about fighting. I spent some time watching some fights of yours on YouTube last night, so I know you know about fighting. But, Joe, what's the most important quality in someone when you're picking a fighter? Just got to pick the right one. You know, I, I think the, uh, like everyone always says, you know, you want to be a good fighter, just got to pick a good opponent. I mean, that's, that to me is a key. I obviously picked the wrong opponent in my last fight. Um, <laughs> right. but, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's an interesting thing. It's, it's a weird thing. You know, when, when you start introducing it into the sport of choice and, and baseball is a little different because those guys aren't used to it. Obviously it's part of the hockey culture. I got in my first fight uh, when I was playing for the junior blues, I think I was 16 years old where they had this big kid kind of running around and hitting everyone. I'll never forget Jack being at the Afton, Afton Arena there. He kind of was at the crow's nest and during tryouts, and he yelled down to our bench, and he goes, is anyone going to take care of this kid? And I just felt like, gosh, he was like staring right through me. I was like, oh, I think he – I'm sure like everyone felt like they were too talking to them. But I, I really like took it to heart. And, of course, I went out there. I picked a fight, and uh, I got beat up pretty good. I threw a couple punches in there, and, and that was it. But – but why I bring that up is because, you know, I think it's important, you know, you're, I think we're so fearful of fighting. People are so fearful of, you know, getting in fights and things like that. And I was too. And then at the end of the day, you get in one, like anything you're fearful of. Once you do it, you realize it's not so bad. And I did it. And I realized I'm not made of glass and, and, and it's okay. And then that transitioned into college where I had Greg Cronin, who's a coach. He's now the coach at the American Hockey League for Colorado. In, in Fort Collins over there and in Boston where I went to school, we have like these days where we would work out before practice and our equipment practice. And then we would go to South Boston. We go to Southie. We would box. We would just beat the crap out of each other. Like we would just box <laughs> each other. And like we're starting to learn the technical stuff and the footwork, but we were just like assault each other. Right. And, and that's kind of where I really learned uh, to be technical with fighting. Um, but hockey, hockey fighting is a, a completely different beast. Number one, obviously you got to pick the right opponent. Um, and, and it's hard for these players now. I mean, you know, when I kind of broke into the league, YouTube started becoming a thing. But before that, I mean, you lose a fight, it's not a big deal. But it, it's stressful being in fights nowadays because, you know, there's 18,000 people watching and then there's millions of people watching on TV and then it's on YouTube and they'll never, ever go away. So there's so much pressure where guys don't want to lose fights and get beat up. Um, but at the same time, there's, there's not a feeling in the world that's more rewarding than after a fight. I, I, I mean this. Like when you're going to the penalty box, whether you win, lose, or draw, there is something about getting in that moment and defending a teammate or defending your team or trying to create energy in the building for your team and putting your body in such a vulnerable state and, and where you could seriously be embarrassed in front of so many people. And, and getting through that is something really, really admirable. And that's where you look at baseball, you look at hockey, whatever it is, you know, you, you see players with passion and sometimes that passion over, over boils a little bit and that's, and that's okay. Joey, I got to tell you, as a fan, 
I, I've watched Chris Draper, who had his gloves glued to his hands, and he's whacking people. And I've I watched Duncan Keith and Seabrook in their prime, and I, I, I literally got blackout rage, Well, whether I was in the press box or the stands. And I don't think that you, as a player, as a fighter— and this is why you go into the ring and practice. You can't have blackout rage and be a hockey fighter, can you? Because you need to be really cool and technical. It, it is absolutely right. This isn't you know we're not in the backyard wrestling your brother. Uh, there's so much. There's so much technical stuff. I think that's involved with fighting now. Um, slow center of gravity. I mean, look at Ty Domi, one of the best fighters um, ever. Not not an overly big guy, but he was very very under control and very underneath his edges. And you're right, to, to be in check with emotions. You know, I, I'll never forget the one fight um, I got in. I, I fought James Wisniewski from Columbus. He split my nose open so bad. I was concussed for, like, months. My, this is why my nose is still crooked today. I, I, I almost want him to sign my nose one day and, and, and say <laughs> thanks for that. Um, still have sinus problems. I'm, I'm the worst snorer in the world. Thanks. My wife appreciates James Wisniewski, what he did to my nose. But he was a lefty. Right. And I didn't know that. And, and this is one of my, my, my earlier fights, my younger fights, where I was just kind of like, you know, feisty and all horned up and just wanted to go out up against everybody. And, and I didn't really do a lot of studying. And, and that fight was something like you talk about um, not going out all blackout rage on it. It's there, there's an education behind it as well. Like like Ryan Reed. Um, you look at Zach Cassian. These guys know. These guys know what each, how each other throws. They know is he a lefty? Is he a righty? Does he like to tangle up first? Does he like to keep his distance? Does he strike early? Like there's a whole scouting report, and there's like it's almost like warfare where you where you learn about your opponent and so so in depth, and then and then you go out there and you attack. You know, Steve Ott and I were talking the other day, and we were joking about because he got in a really bad fight um, in Arizona when he was fighting Jamie Ben years ago. And then he was talking about, oh, I knew he was a lefty. I knew he did this. And, and we, I was really, I really admired how much he knew about Jamie Ben heading into that fight or whoever it was at the time. And he goes, oh, I knew about, about you too. And he started like giving me the scouting report about like what I used to do and how I used to do it. He's like, oh, Joe, you were like a wild stallion. You would just come in and just start swinging right. If I could just tie up your right, I knew I was good to go. And it was, it was amazing. But, but again, it, it's not just these barbarians going out there and just whacking each other. It's, it's guys that are very smart. They have the scouting reports. You know, you go in the locker room and, and you see the blueprint, the goalie, scouting report for the goalie. This is where his holes are. This is where you can expose them. Here's a power play. This is what their breakout looks like. Believe it or not, guys, they have, when I was in Pittsburgh and Arizona, they had a little section for, for, they called it guys to look out for. And it was underlying guys to look out for. And there would be like two or three guys in the list, Matt Martin, you know, Sezekis, Kyle Clutterbuck, if you're playing the New York Islanders. It would say what they are, and it would kind of say what their tendencies were. And I know the, the third-line, fourth-line guys and the bottom pair of defensemen, that's, that's exactly what they looked right away, and they kind of looked at some clips. I remember guys pulling up YouTube videos of their fights before the game. It's, it, it certainly is a process. It, it's something you got to be um, very careful about. you got to educate yourself about. Um, I learned the hard way, and, and James Wisniewski and, and my crooked nose, they, um, <laughs> to this day, it's a, it's a tough lesson. I have to look at it every single day, but uh, a lesson well-learned nonetheless. Well, Joe, I guess we should ask you about the Blues since we're running out of time here. Blues and the Golden Knights tonight, pregame starting at 6 p.m. here on 101 ESPN. The Blues still have home ice advantage out there. They have to take care of business versus Vegas, and the Wild have to lose to Colorado in regulation in order for the Blues to finish second and get home ice advantage. But outside of taking care of Vegas and putting themselves in the best position to get home ice, what are you looking to see out of the Blues in their final regular season game tonight before they head into the playoffs? You know, uh, Michelle, I think the biggest thing, obviously, is stay healthy. Um, that's, that's, that's without being, you know, without looking too deep into things. You want to you want to pull out of this game 
without any injuries. You know, Billy Huso is going to be in the net. Um, you want to make sure that he kind of gets away um, ready to go for round one. Um, to stick on Billy Huso, I think something this team would love to have, and I think anyone is the same with Blues fan would love to have, is you want Billy Huso heading into next week, right? So this is a game tonight where if, if you don't show up and you have every reason in the world not to show up, you got a couple of guys still out. Maybe Braden Shen doesn't come back tonight. Maybe Tory Krug, they give him a maintenance day. Maybe David Prom still needs another day off with his lower body injury. Missing some bodies, you get a little loosey-goosey. You know the Vegas Golden Knights, maybe they don't bring their best game because they're out of a playoff spot. Are they going to play to a low level? Are you going to match that and play to a low level? Now, the problem with that is if you play to that low level, you're going to be exposed defensively, and maybe you're not there for your goaltender. And that's where it's kind of a slippery slope, where if you're not good enough defensively, then maybe Billy Huso lets in four, maybe five goals, right? And maybe his confidence is a little shaken, and maybe the coach's decision is a little shaken about who he goes with for game one, right? So you want to make sure that Billy is feeling good, He's feeling confident. So you want to see a good defensive game from St. Louis. Another thing I think is really important, I think it's okay to bring to bring the physicality up a notch. I actually think it's going to be more of a physical game than people realize tonight. And I think it's because Craig Berube wants to start establishing this style um, and not pull away from it, you know, a week before playoffs. You know, the Colorado game had it a little bit, but it's a little bit. You know, Arizona was there in spurts, but then they let it get away from the third period. So, they have been playing great hockey in the last couple of months. This past road trip, it's been a long season. It's been you know, an 82 game grind, right? It has started to fall off a little bit. So I think they really want to get back to it. You're on home ice. You have the ability, the opportunity to win here tonight with a Minnesota loss and secure home ice, which is really important for them. So to really bring the energy, to bring the physicality, to, to establish yourself and to kind of set the tone, I think, heading into next week, which is ultimately going to be a, a very, very, very physical battle. And they, they want to kind of get off to the right foot here tonight. Mama always had a way of explaining things so I could understand them. And uh, Joey V, you're the same way. You, you got to be just just make animal analogies in human anatomy. You know, like I like I was saying the other day, that, that's, that's all that it is. Just kind of you know, imagine imagine talking to a kid. Like and you guys do this felt really well. You know, imagine you explain a hockey to a child, and that's how most fans are. They don't really understand most most of it. So you just kind of explain like you're explaining to a six year old, and typically. You know, like some, I read a book once. It's like anything you need to learn in life, you learned in kindergarten. I think there's yep. a lot of truth to that. A hundred percent. And that, I read that book too. And I don't read many books, Joey. And that, that was great. We are a smart guy, Randy. You're a smart guy. Yeah. I, well, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> but I'm making my way through. I'm more like running for five years. <laughs> it's, it's, it's working out for me. You're we'll doing see, fine. We'll see you tonight at the rink. Sounds great, guys. You guys have a great day. You too. Thanks, Joey. Joey V with us on 101 ESPN. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte. But for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month. And you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.